The following Outlaw Radio audio presentation is parody. Please be a grown-up and accept the following program as it is intended. Some elements of Outlaw Radio may not be suitable for uh, anyone. Accordingly, listener discretion is advised. Outlaw Radio is not for everybody, but neither is Kim Chi. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio time! Welcome to the uh, Big Dog of Broadcasting, Roof. I will continue to be and forever be Magic Matt on Outlaw Radio. The man with so many monikers, that way I get more votes for Homecoming Queen. <laughs> See, that's the way that thing works. I, uh, I'd vote for you. I appreciate that. I, somehow, this. do you know who Nick Vertucci is? Familiar, yeah. He's uh, he's the one running those uh, Hustler Live broad chases. Met to say, Cass. Oh yeah, the poker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he does a really good job, and they're getting a lot of hits. And uh, I've been watching some of his stuff on YouTube, and I've decided we're going to get his ass over here. Nice. I think he's one of these guys of of like minds, and if you know what I'm saying, we will find out. Yeah, but uh, Nick Fertucci is all uh, tatted up, and uh, I think raring to come on the show. Are we going to call him Tattoo Nick? <laughs> no. No, there's only one tattoo, Dave, and, uh, well, I think we know who that is. Yeah. Thank you. And then you got Mark C.G. Boyer over there. Yes, sir. Thank God there's only one of him. Uh, the world, that's more than the... Oh, good. Yeah, there we go. No, no, no. That's, that is God saying your mic should God not be working. No. And talk at the same time, Mark. <laughs> I, I will. It's funny how he hasn't learned a damn thing, has he? No, no, I haven't. And then it continues on. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Hey, uh, hey, speaking of poker, yeah, I thank you for my uh, little homage last week. But then you were going to say something and you forgot. Oh, I was wondering if you remembered. I, what the hell was I going to say? Did I mention that you won the tournament? No. Oh well, then that was it. Oh, okay. I thought you were. I, I thought we were talking about like Cato style and styles of play. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, Nick Vertucci. He and I forget who the hell he was talking with, but oh, it was uh, Negrano, the big uh, poker guru. Uh, uh, you kid, know, kid poker. Yeah, but every it's funny. Every great poker player, their first name is the same. Have you noticed that? <laughs> yeah. What What's Negrano's first name? Daniel. Daniel. And what is Ivy's first name? Phil. Phil. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You so were close, though. It's Phil's. Well, and you could have gone Phil Ivy and Phil Helmuth. <laughs> yeah, it's Phil Helmuth. It's Phil's and Dan's. I guess that's what I'm saying. But I just, I realize I just don't, I don't fit anymore because this generation is so friggin' conditioned. Uh, and and you and I I I made this statement on the show that it's not about the kids themselves, but their parents being so friggin' soft on them. So the kids are so damn soft, and I can't get this out of my mind. How how wussy we have brought up our children. 
And I think that's where a lot of this acceptance of uh, of uh, transforming yourself from male to female or female to male, and there there is no sex, and okay, whatever way the wind blows. I mean, my God, Tattoo Day, back in the day, if that had been... Like, run up the old flagpole. What would you have said uh, 30 years ago? I think I would have got the ass kicked out of me. <laughs> or or, or, or uh, other, other, other way around. Yeah. I mean, away. it's just incredible. But I, ju- I don't fit in 2023. And... I, I must say that it feels good, and I'm proud of it. Yeah, wear it like a badge. Don't you feel the same way? Yes. See, Mark C.G. Boyer, he'll fit in anywhere and with anyone, no matter what political affliction. Yeah. Yeah, he's, and I don't know if it's so much about ass-kissing as it is about ass-kissing. Yeah, I was going to say, are you saying he's a chameleon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever way the wind blows. If it's a poker game, I don't care if it's a bunch of liberals, I'll play with them. <laughs> Although, you know, a lot of, a lot of the poker players are... Uh, Left, they are, and I don't know if you're aware of that, but uh, Negranu, Negranu, there was a time a few years ago when I had absolutely no interest in getting together with Daniel, and you know he's sort of seeing the light. This Daniel Negranu, for those of you who don't know, he is uh, one of the most famous poker players in the history of the biz, and he is a devout lefty, or is he simply a liberal? You know, he grew up in Canada. He is a Canadian, which right off the bat makes him sort of a liberal. I mean, by and large. But he's been saying some things as of late that make a lot of sense. Like he is tired, sick and tired of this wokeness. And he's tired as hell of these kids not understanding that the mountain is there. They don't want to climb it. They just want to be put there. Right. Right? I mean, that's, that's what's going on these days. That's exactly right. Yeah, I you know to that point, uh, let's see. I have a couple uh, goodies here before I get into uh, Republicans introducing a bill to ban students who identify as animals from public schools. Now, now it, it's you'd think that I was joking. You'd think that this was a piece from the Onion, but it ain't. And this is how far we've come, and how how far we are dropping into the friggin' rabbit hole that this is a real bill because people are slowly getting the sense that this has gone too far. But let me, hold on. Uh, Let me, uh, where is this? Oh, man. It should be right there. Okay, okay. Let's start with, uh, let me find this cut. Um... Uh, We'll start with, all right, good example of kids today not willing to work. Everyone gets a trophy, and there's many, many a problem with that because not everyone gets a friggin' trophy, and it it depends on who wins. Winning is important. Is there anyone in this uh, 1876 Virginia City Nevada style bar doesn't agree with that? Winning is important. Here we go. I'm sure this woman totally won't end up old and alone with many, 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 many cats, although I do love cats. That said, she clearly hates men. She hates men so much. And I don't don't know who this guy is, but uh, listen to the uh, chick. Yes, Magic Matt said chick. Mm -hmm. Magic Matt said chick. Chicky. Much that she hates herself. Mm Mm-hmm. 
or for possibly giving birth to them. You make sure you leave a like on this video and subscribe, and I will keep bringing the head scratchers to you regularly. Who created these monsters? We did. We birthed them. We nursed them. We read their little nursery rhymes and sang the little songs. We taught them in their preschools and their kindergarten. White women craft their own gilded cage. And we do it by raising little misogynistic patriarchal tyrants. We raise the little boys who grow up to be the Donald Trumps, the Mitch McConnells, the Greg Locks of this world. White women raised them. Name's according, and if you enjoyed this, leave a like. Did she say right women? No, no white, white women. White women. And, wow. uh, yeah, whoever that is must have been an ex-top uh, 40 disc jockey. Hey, leave a, <laughs> leave a like button here in the afternoon. It's uh, 442. Uh, how's the drive? <laughs> we call that in the uh, radio business puking. Puking. Yeah. Tom Lycus was known for puking, and that's a name that even across the country you may remember. But he was always a big old puker, and uh, if you don't have a real voice, then you uh, do this. Another great example, this is a piece called Cafe Organica, and this sort of exemplifies the new breed of kids, say 17 to, to, to 28 years old and younger, and it's simply a guy trying to buy a coffee. Would this Welcome be like Gen Z? Say what? Gen Z-ish? Yeah, yeah. Gen Z. Yeah. Uh, uh, what are the other? I mean, there's so many. It's like, I'm so tired of the titles, but I got to go with them so everyone understands what we're talking about. Yeah. So simply, a middle-aged dude trying, trying to buy a cup of Joe. Welcome to Cafe Organica. How may I help you? Uh, yeah, can I just get some coffee, please? What kind, sir? Latte? Cappuccino? Macchiato? Espresso? Uh... Just, just a coffee, like a reg a normal coffee. So an americano? Sure, black, please. Sir, we call them African americanos here. That's, a little, that's pretty racist, but okay, sure. I'll, I'll take, I'll take one African americano, please. Great. What size would you like? Um, I don't know, medium. We have Danny DeVito, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Do you have Jennifer Lopez? <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll do leave another. Now, see the the look <laughs> the look on the kid's face is. Eh? See, the kid doesn't get it. Doesn't even know who she is. Bro. I mean, yeah, and, that, and, and tattoo Dave. That's the other thing. Yeah, I, sense of humor has gone away. There's none. You know, because because the kids are they everything is good, everything is stars and lights and shining, love, love and, and flowers, right? I mean, are we back to the hippie movement, sort of that sort of thing? Oh no, it's worse than that. It yeah. is worse than that. That, that wouldn't be bad. Yeah, let's continue with uh, Cafe Organica and a guy in his uh, yeah in his fifties attempting to simply buy a cup of Joe from some millennial or Gen Z. Caprio, please. What kind of milk? We have almond, soy, oat. Macadamia, cow, dog, rat, hamster. No milk, please. Would you like that hot, iced, warm, freezing, room temp, frozen, on fire? Iced, please. Cubed ice, crushed ice, dry ice, wet ice, snowflakes, snow, Jesus dust. Christ, uh, cubes, I guess. Please. Square cubes, <laughs> rectangular cubes, small cubes, one giant cube. Square cubes, okay, please. Would you like that in a glass, metal, wood, hydro flasks, biodegradable canteens? You know what, you know, bro, uh, I'll just take whatever you recommend, okay? How's that? What I would recommend in the morning, the afternoon, at night? Uh, <laughs> I really don't give a shit. Okay, great, so that'll be one Leonardo DiCaprio, African Americano, no milk, square cubed ice in a biodegradable canteen, as per my recommendation. Is that right? Uh, 
I don't give a shit. Fantastic. Can I offer a blessing with your order? Excuse me? A blessing? We have a we have a shaman in the back who can bless your coffee and you can get all the positive energy you need. Just get me a coffee. A normal coffee. N- none of this white people shit. Just one regular coffee, please. I apologize, sir. It's coming right up. Thank you. That'll be five fifty, please. Okay. Uh, can I get change, please? You want that in fives? Singles? Quarters? Down? And then the guy punches him. I was just going to say he's going to knock you know him out. You can keep the change. <laughs> Welcome to Cat. I love that. I love that. <laughs> and, why, and I guess what I love most about it, and it, it's sort of a double-edged sword because I, I find it frightening, is that it's it's true. It, I mean, it's true. Obviously exaggerated, but my God, there's a lot of truth in that. Yeah. It's like, can I simply have a cup of coffee? But these, the, the millennials and the Gen Zs, it ain't about a cup of coffee. It's about extra this and three times the shots that. And get out of my face. Yeah. And by the way, it's not that difficult to add a shot to a coffee. Although I do not uh, patronize Starbucks. And it's been quite some time. Uh, well. way, way too woke for me. Yeah, there's a reason. Yeah. Uh, Another great example. Uh, This would be a millennial, or put in the age of your choice, applying for a job, simply there for a job interview, trying to get a gig. And this is how it went. Amy, it says you are trained in technology. That's very good. Are you adept at Excel? No. PowerPoint? No. Publisher. Not really. Exactly. In what area of technology mm-hmm. are you proficient? <laughs> Snapchat, Pinterest, Instagram, Vine, Twitter. You know the big ones. I'm surprised you didn't say Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's for old people like my parents. Isn't this spot on? It's spot on. I, I was going to ask the same question. Yeah, and, and frightening as hell. And another thing about these kids today, and while you're thinking about it, get off my lawn. Um, they, uh, they expect instant gratification. When we were children, and even in our 20s and 30s, when, when we wanted to see a movie, what did we do? We'd do one of two things. We'd head to a movie theater, pluck down our five or seven bucks, watch a movie. Or Blockbuster. Yeah, rent the DVD. You'd rent, you'd rent, well. Or the VHS. The VH, yeah. You'd rent a VHS, and you knew that in three days you had to bring the damn thing back. What do they do now? Grab the phone, instant movie. Yep. So, can you blame them? I mean, can you completely blame them for this generation being so conditioned? Not really, not. Oh, that's that's Mark C.G. Boyer. I I remember talk, talking from space. Yes, Mark. I remember negotiating with my parents and the salesman for Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah, something that doesn't exist today. anymore. Right. Yeah, the set of encyclopedias, and and uh, to paraphrase, Julian, down to the lowest price possible. 
Yeah. And now, if you want to know something, you just open your phone and talk to it, and it tells you. Yeah, and by, by the way, uh, that was a bona fide Jew who who used the term Jew him down. Oh, and we were good at it. But it's, <laughs> that's, I would hope so. That's Mark C.G. Poyer. But I need to point that out. It's like, what, are you Jew him down? What, are you Jew haters? Well, I don't know. Mark might be self-loathing. I yeah, got possible. that. Uh, well, I'm Jewish. Of course we are. I got called an anti-Semist today. No, no, no. Semit- you called it an Hold on a second. It's a great story. Okay, okay, we'll get to the story yeah. right after we finish this job interview <clears throat> with the millennial or is is she a generation Xer trying to get a gig uh, in an office. Here we go. <laughs> That's funny. Well, Amy, when you're working for me, you have to have those kind of research skills because I'll send you things for you to comb through and get the answers and send them to me. So for that, you've got to be really good at technology. For stuff like that, no problem. I'll just ask Siri. You'll just ask Siri? You know, Siri, tell me this. Siri, find me that. We're all good getting you the answers. Tell Siri I want you ready to go at 8 sharp each and every morning. I don't understand. (laughs) What don't you understand? What you just said. You don't understand? Be ready to go? No. You said eight, right? Yes. Eight, like, in the morning, eight? Yes, in the morning. Yeah. That kind of doesn't work for me. (laughs) Who gets up at eight? I do. I Skype with my French boyfriend in Paris until, like, three in the morning. I don't even get to Starbucks until, like, ten, where I order my grande chai tea latte, three pumps, skim milk, light water, 2% foam, extra hot, but not too hot. So if it's okay, I work best in the morning at 10.45. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Amy, I don't think we're going to be a good fit. Why are you so negative? Yeah. I can sense your hostilities, and right now I am not feeling very safe. And that that's the other thing. Bingo. The, the minute you say something that they don't like, yep. all of a sudden you are negative and you are a hater. You know, this is supposed to be a parody. It it's it ain't. Yeah, it's life. It's life. This is the way it is in 2013. Scripted reality. The true. The minute you throw out a notion that it happens to be on your mind that may brush against them in an uncivil manner in their heads, all of a sudden you you are a hater and instantly they're in HR. Oh, yeah. Let's continue a few more seconds of the job interview. I've been here for over five minutes and the only nice thing you have said to me was nice resume which I typed all night for this meeting with you. You've given me no guidance, no validation, no encouragement, no supervision. Is there an HR director somewhere? There it is. HR director? Yes, I need to speak to someone. I may have to take off today as a mental health day. Take today off, you, Amy. Amy, look at me, you don't work here. (laughs) Are you firing me? (laughs) Okay, yes. He's going to jail. And, yeah, of course. <laughs> and she starts crying. Oh, my God. So what, What? I mean, what could possibly happen to a Tattoo Dave where someone would throw you under the bus as an anti-Semite? Okay. This has got to be good. It's pretty good. I've been dealing with this now for almost a year. Four houses down from me, 
a rabbi purchased this house and built a synagogue in the house. Oh no no no! I'm I'm not kidding. An actual synagogue. It's not even a, a house. It's a it's a temple. Okay. They turned the house into a temple in the middle of my residential neighborhood. May I may I ask you is is your neighborhood zoned for such a thing? Absolutely not. So okay. I you know I have councilman city. I have people involved already. Okay. okay. But these people come. They they do all the high holidays. They invade our street. They Wait, block okay, our driveways. But, but hold on. How many of them? Hundreds. And and then let's get away with these people. I agree. Right. So so it's so, you are anti. So so you're saying so you're saying your your neighborhood at some point. It happens to be crawling with Jews. Yeah. Okay. Or, yeah. yeah. Orthodox uh, Jews. I okay. Guess. Yeah. They are. Well, they. But I, I, the, the rabbi is Orthodox. I don't right. know about the members. Yeah. You never know. Right. But uh, anyway, so I come out of my house right there, and this guy is wedging his Tesla between my. You know, I purposely park in front of my house so nobody else can. Yeah, of course. And so, of course, somebody's going to come and wedge their car in and put part. You know, partially block my driveway. Right. And tattoo, Dave. You you have lived in this neighborhood how long? Twenty one years. That's a long time. Yeah. Rock and roll, man. Yeah, yeah. long time. Uh -huh. Anyway, so I come out and I come out and I ask the guy. I go, "What are you doing?" I go, "There's a sign over there on your on your damn temple's house that says, please don't bother the neighbors. Please don't block their.' It's all in Hebrew, but there was a, a you know, there's a Google app you can go to to translate it. You take a picture of it and it translates it for you. I'm not, you know, I, I'm Jewish, but I can't read Hebrew. Right. So and it clearly See, I, says, I, "Hey, Tattoo Dave, I was going to save that for the punchline at the end of the story." Yeah, I kind of took yeah, that. yeah. But the, the point is, you are a Jew. Yeah. Okay. I'm a Jew, but. They don't know this at this point. These, oh, no, these guys right. don't know this, right? Well, and I'm like, look. You're a big tatted up guy. Yeah, but I was in a hoodie. Yeah, my, but, nothing was showing. Yeah, I was still but just coming a, out of my house. It ain't a yarmulke looking uh, hoodie. No. Right? No, okay. No. It's yeah. probably was a, yeah. Anyway. So I, I said, you know what? Why don't you go somewhere else? And he looks at me and I'm like, you know, there's a sign in front of your in front of your synagogue that clearly says, don't bother the neighbors. Don't block their driveways. Don't park in front of their houses. Be respectful. And you're clearly not being respectful. <laughs> we don't want you here. Ooh. So then he starts recording. Me. No, no, wait a second. Wait, we don't want you here. Yeah, I said, I don't want you here. Yeah. I don't want you people well, here. Well, oh, oh, okay. And I didn't mean it like you people. I just meant like you, in, you know, you're, you're, you're invading my peace on a Saturday. Of course, because because they are one of you. You are one of them. Right. Yes. Okay. He, so then he calls me an anti-Semite. I go, you know what? I'm Jewish. Oh, nice. I'm not an anti-Semite. I just don't want the invasion of you people coming into my neighborhood <laughs> every people. Saturday. Yeah. And blocking our driveways, hanging out in front of my house, hanging out on your cars, blocking the streets, all, and it's been going on. So I have, I have the city council involved. It's now been transferred to the city attorney's office. I, I'm trying to get them closed down. They don't have a permit to do it. How how long has this been going on? About eight nine months. Oh my god. Yeah. A and no remedy None. as of yet. No. I have a I have a message I can actually play you from the Jeff Camp, who is the uh, I forget who he is to the to the. Isn't it insane it's that, it, insane. that it, takes, it takes this long for a little justice, but but only because, well, I don't know. Let's see. City council, uh, are they going to stand up for the Jews? You never know. You never know here in L.A. You know, if they were black Jews, my God, it's, you know, all bets are off. Oh, my God. It's just. You'd have to move. Yeah. I mean, not, I'd be forced to move. But and not, my neighbors not, aren't happy about it. They complain. Let, let me explain this. Not because they're black Jews, but because there would be no remedy, and they would take your parking space, and they would, uh, it'd be crawling. Yeah, I mean, it's as bad as, you know, a homeless encampment. Yeah, whoa, whoa. What do you think of that, Mark C.G. Boyer? Uh, I find it Jew? interesting that if this, if this is in any way an orthodox shul, yeah. 
people wouldn't be driving; they'd be walking. Right. So I, that's why that's I don't why think there are shuls instead of temples, because you know. they have to be within X number of a uh, small distance for the Jews to walk, because you're not allowed to use the car. Do you think that on, on the Sabbath? On the Sabbath, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's uh, it's in plain sight, and they're making meth. <laughs> uh, okay. Then uh, it, it could be. Then and, they should be sharing the profits. Damn and, and they may, they may not be Jewish at all, but meth heads. Lot to get to on the big dog of Growly Broadcasting <laughs> Outlaw. Take the life from my hands, and I will sacrifice my own vice. So you're listening to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio.